one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello everyone, it's the Build-Up Show, Arsenal versus Liverpool Wednesday, 8.15 kickoff. I'm your host, Paul Machen. I'm joined by Chris Pager, by Sam Walker and by Jay Spearing as well for this one. Um, yes, let's dive straight into it. Um, Chris, Arsenal... Not been, I mean, look, I I was going to say dreadful since the restart. And I think there's a little bit of, it's probably because I've seen those clips of Arsenal fan TV getting dead upset in their little studio. Um, (laughs) Like, it feels like every week there's a new one. They've actually not been, they they didn't start well. And they obviously just lost the North London derby. They didn't have a good spell in the middle. But I think it's fair to say that Arsenal are far from the complete package at the moment. Is probably a nice way of putting it. Yeah, and at that moment, last four or five years, whatever. I mean, it's it's all the same for Arsenal at the moment, isn't it? I think it's it, it's only three wins, three losses, and a draw. So it's it's pretty poor form all mm-hmm. told for Arsenal since the restart. Obviously, they get a win in the cup as well. I think, don't they? Yeah. Um, but look, I can't I can't fathom Arsenal. Because we, we sit in and we talk about them and, you know, you, you have chats about, about about teams with your mates and stuff and it's just like, it's always about the defence and how crap the defence is. And they're playing three at the back. And, like, yesterday against Tottenham and I'm like, your defence is so bad. It's not a five at the back. It's yeah. a genuine three at the back. Like, yeah. they've got... Bellerin and, and Tierney, I think it was yesterday, they were playing nowhere near three joke jokers of centre-halves. Like they're, they're just fucking useless. They just shoot themselves in the foot all the time. And no doubt now that I've said that, they'll have a piss of worthy. <laughs> smash one in from 40 yards, free kick again against us or whatever. But, you know, they, 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 they're just shit. Like, genuinely shit. Like, they look good going forwards. They look yeah. all right going forwards. Like, that goal that has had scored yesterday is incredible. Like, the way he just twats it. Like, that, that's a goal for me that needed fans in the stadium to tell you how good it was. Because it just hit the back of the net and it was like, oh, wow. But there was just nothing there because the whole place would have erupted in a North London derby if you scored a goal like that. But I think Liverpool go out there and I think we may, I think they're an easier side to play than Burnley, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think aside from the fact that Chris has just broken the world record for the amount of swear words in the first opening <laughs> opening contribution to a show, <laughs> um, the. Uh... <laughs> I think it was my record anyway, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, to be fair. Um, but yeah. We're not I, getting the points record, so I'm going for swear word records, okay? <laughs> we'll just add it to the pile of records that we achieved this season, definitely. Um, Jay, yeah, it's um, the, Arsenal, the Arsenal situation's interesting because I think Chris is right. Going forward, they've got some fantastic players. You can't, you know, Lacazette's great. Uh, Aubameyang is great. You know, he's, he's an absolute, he's a goal scorer machine, isn't he? I really like the look of Saka who's coming through. Um, and they've got, you know, I'm 
and Pepe, for some reason, I think people people still give him give him stick or whatever. But I think he's been he's had a pretty decent first season all, all told. But it's it's right. And we talked on the final word show about managers who buy players for systems and this is one of the things that Arteta's maybe struggling with I think he's got an idea of how he wants to play and I think but he's stuck in a situation where and I think maybe Carlo Ancelotti's got this at Everton as well to, to some extent he knows how he wants to play and it's what what's the benefit is the benefit to the, the lads who he's definitely going to have next season for them to be playing in this system now when it's being undone by a bunch of lads who don't suit yeah. The system, and so I have a little bit of a sympathy for what Michael Arteta is trying to do. He's obviously got the right ideas, but could, should he maybe just be a bit more pragmatic and, and pick a system that works? It's tough for him because he wants to try and put across the way that he wants to play, and that's tough because he's stuck with, like you said, uh, I hate to say, like Deadwood. In other words, you know what I mean? People that he doesn't want there, but he's got no other choice than to play them, and he's trying to. He's come from Man City, and let's be honest, when he was there as coach of Man City with Pep. They they were unbelievable. He must have loved his job. It was so easy. He had the best players to pick from. He could he could do what he wanted. He was learning from Pep, and he's he's got a set of bollocks to go and take over Arsenal because like for the last couple of years Arsenal have been just okay. You know what I mean? They've not done anything, but because of the attachment that he had to the club, he's he's grew a set. He's gone right. You know what? I'm going to try and have a go. And to be fair to him, he's trying. But like you said, he's got too much dead wood in my opinion that he's trying to play the way that he wants to express himself, but. Because the plays he's got, he just can't. Um, and I don't know if that's right or that's wrong. Maybe whether he look, must look at it and say, right, I've got to change it for now. And then maybe I've been promised in this window that I might be able to bring in a few plays that I like. But at the minute, just something's not, it's just not working for him. And I, I don't want him to, I don't want him to kill himself where the fans start like calling for his head and stuff like that and think, right, Arteta is not right to be the manager at Arsenal. And I really don't want that to happen because I think he could really do well there. Yeah. something's got to happen to try and get him through between now and the, you know, not many games left but you know just try and help him out and not ha- like he's going to lost that derby yesterday so the fans will be on his back and then yeah. if, he, if he loses again on Wednesday well hopefully he does um, <laughs> he'll, be on his, he'll be on his back again do you know what I mean and it's kind of yeah. like he's got to try and find the middle ground just to get to the end of the season it's mad isn't it um, Sam how quickly it happens I mean, I mean it's not necessarily happened Quickly with Arsenal, I think if we really analysed that this has been a, it, they've been on the the slippery slope for the last, you know, I say Chris says three or four years or whatever, maybe more. Um, but it's, it, you don't realise it. Yeah, but you don't realise it until you look at the league table and you see, you know, Spurs and Arsenal battling it out for seventh and eighth in the league, and you know these are, I mean, got I mean Spurs as well. You know, this is this is the the difficult situation they've got, and they are the the miles off the pace, but. All that being said, while you've got those lads in attack, and I agree with Chris's notion, I think you know, I think Liverpool would much rather play a nice open team who want to come and play a game, play a game of football against us. But there's a, you know, there's nothing to stop them getting a couple of goals, and all of a sudden the game's very, very different. Yeah, and, and they managed to do that against Wolves, and I know we're Wolves, we're the stronger side than Wolves, but that's exactly what they did. They were resolute, they scored a couple of goals on the counter attack. And they end up winning the game too. They're quite comfortable. It could have been more in the end. That that's the worry, isn't it? That teams look at Burnley and look at Villa and take some sort of hope from that and set up that way. I mean, I don't particularly think Arsenal have got the the, the concentration and focus to do that for 90 minutes, especially mm-hmm. the fact they played the day after us against Spurs and got beaten the 80 whatever minute. They're going to be tired, worn out. But yeah, I think 
it's it's a game for goals for me. Uh, I think if Liverpool are, are, are open, we're probably you know we're probably likely to concede there because they have got Mbamiang, Lacazette, Pepe players who've got some quality up front. But um, in terms of in terms of in terms of, in terms of at the back, you should be able to. Recognize. Was it in a child getting excited about the game there, mate? <laughs> I think that was his hostage. Lockdown, probably, mate. <laughs> yeah. But we been Arsenal have been after we we had Luis Suarez and Fernando Torres at some point. We still got beat by like Swansea away and Villa away in games like that. You know, 2012, maybe 2010. We've been there, so it's it's. You know, it, we we recognise where they are, and it's it's not a simple fix if they can just go and get two or three players in the summer. It's going to take a long time for us, and, and probably a year or two out of Europe. But as, for their sake, at least they've got a man at the helm who kind of knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's what they're looking for at the moment. Really, someone to someone to buy into. But look, Chris, let's 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 talk about us. Um, you know, we have been inconsistent. Since the since the restart itself, it's all well and good sitting here. Now, of course, we can sit here and and laugh laugh Liverpool's inconsistency off because, of course, you know champions. Um, but you know, we've speculated for a, probably a week or so now about how Klopp would gear up for this game and whether it was a case of him getting his his best eleven on the pitch. And I think now we'll see. We're going to see how much Klopp is asked about the points record because I think if he really genuinely wants the points record, we're probably going to see Liverpool's first team certainly in this game more than likely for the Chelsea game as well. Yeah, I think, you know, a seven-day break between Arsenal and Chelsea probably adds to that and makes it easier for him to do as well, doesn't it? Um, you know, s- small turnaround for this game Wednesday night after after Saturday. I think I think we'll see our first 11, to be honest with you. I think I think we'll see our first 11 in both games. I do think he wants a points record. I do think that the players probably want it. Um, whether you can get it or you can achieve it, whatever, you know, we've... It's been a tough place to go, the Emirates, for us, really, hasn't it? You know, all told, I think since since you know um, they opened it, so it might be a, it might be time for us to go down, lay a bit of a marker down. I think you know when you look at Arsenal, I do think that it will be because of the stadium, because of the team. I think it will be a really open and entertaining game of football, um, and I think Liverpool are better to capitalise on that. Um, there'll be disappointments. You know, you can see the anger from Robertson after the last game against Burnley. You know, they'll want to go out there and they'll want to prove a point because they're competitors at the end of the day. You know, and, and Klopp's a competitor and he keeps saying it. It's one game at a time. You know, we get through this game and then all of a sudden we're in striking distance of, of 100 points, aren't we? You know, we're on 96 there and it's very, I think it's it's easier for us to get 100 points. But you've got to go out there and you've got to perform against Arsenal first and foremost. Yeah, I mean, it, it, we had these conversations all all season, Jay, we've been talking about how we were talking about when the the going invincible thing was on the line, which I think is pertinent given we're talking about Arsenal, is that these conversations are not worth having until you're in the, the final stretch and it's possible. And all points record stuff was, I think now's the time to have the conversation is that Liverpool now know if they win the next three games, they'll break the points record. If they get two wins and a draw, they'll, they'll equal it. And if they're anything less than that, and they, and, and they just won't. And that'll be, we'll, we'll see how much motivation that is for the players as well, to be perfectly honest. And if they're prepared, if that's enough motivation for them to put the body on the line from minute one to minute 90, whatever. I think I think nothing would I think they'll put exactly the same work ethic and the same desire into every game. I think they'll do it against Arsenal because, like you said, we've not had a fantastic record at the Emirates. It's a they're still 
they seem to pick up their level against us, so we'll need to... And I think, again, we'll find out how much Klopp cares about the points record with the team selection he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've said in the other conversation that we, we've seen changes in the last two games, three or four at each game, and Klopp doesn't make changes. So if he makes changes again, then you can see that is he really bothered about the points. But then if he starts our main 11, then, it might, then he is obviously about it secretly. I don't think he'd come out and say, yeah, I am bothered about the points, but... I think as fans, we'd see that if it was our strongest eleven come Wednesday night, then he he, he is trying to chase it, um, and we've got it. It's a big opportunity for us to go and to get a, a decent result because the way Arsenal are playing at the minute for me, I just don't see how they could handle our, our press, our, our intensity, and on our front three alone, um, yeah. especially their back four or five, whatever they want to play. I think our front three could cause. Them problems all all night long I think the good thing we've got going for us Sam is that you know we kind of again we discussed this on the final word that the, the Burnley results make probably makes it feel like Liverpool aren't necessarily in form or whatever going into this whereas I look at the way that we've performed in the last three games Aston Villa I thought we we'd obviously we got we played really well against City and got annihilated I thought we played I thought we played terribly against Aston Villa, largely, and came out with came out with the win. We improved the second half. I thought we we had some really good spells in Brighton, and I thought largely we were really good against Burnley. So in terms of the performances, the results I think the results are, don't necessarily reflect how what mood Liverpool are in. And all of a sudden, Andy Robertson I think has finally found form, having struggled since the since the restart. Really, yes, Salah will be disappointed to have missed a couple of big chances in the last couple of games. But I still see him as being in, in fantastic overall form. Mane looked a lot sharper uh, against Burnley as well, particularly in the first half. Firmino as well. We've probably played ourselves as close to full strength, Hendo notwithstanding, as we've, we've been since restart, really. Yeah, and, and it's interesting you talk about the changes earlier on there, Jay. Uh, I think he's actually set the changes up so that uh, we can go full strength in this game. Because if you look at the lads who were left out, they're likely to come back in. And you can't really see him changing the th- the front three, the back two, Robbo. That's not really going to change much, is it? Um, so I think we do go into this game with our our sort of strongest eleven. It's interesting to see what you guys think. Whether you think Kate is in that because he didn't start last game, and I think he probably does play in this game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. I think, I think the fans not being at, at the Emirates will will help us because um, I know Arsenal's fans aren't known to be the most sort of atmospheric. But against Liverpool, there's always it's always under the lights. There always seems to be. Something in the air. Same with City, isn't it? There's always something in the air when Liverpool come to town. There's that sort of long, long um, shown battle we've had with them. And I think it will help us having that calm. And it's a nice big pitch for us, for our quicker players to to to, um, to use. The wide men will be pushing up high. I think I think it's definitely a game for us to go and win. The only thing that stops us winning this game for me is our, is our potency up front. If we're not at it up front again, I think we might draw the game and potentially lose it. But I think if, if the half is as um, sharp in front of goal as the way maybe in the first half against Brighton, against um, Crystal Palace, and even to an extent against Villa, I think we win the game quite comfortable. So I, I'm quite confident going into it, and I, and I agree with you as well. This is it now. We're, this, this is the points record now, isn't it? The last three games. This is the semi-final first leg. Get this game won. Chelsea's got more than one objective. Win the game, lift the trophy, points record, etc., etc. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to a proper performance from the lads on Wednesday. Yeah, uh, the Navigator one's an interesting one, isn't it, Chris? I, I, I agree with Sam. I can't see how Navigator doesn't start this game. I think there's options. I mean, Milner not being on the bench, you know, we mm. don't quite know where where he's at. We know Lalana's not likely to be involved for the rest of the season just because of Klopp's kind of protecting him for his next move. Um, and then you're left with the choice, really. So it's Cater. 
what, Keita, Ox or Curtis? I, I wouldn't be upset to see Curtis Jones get another game, but I do think no. there's a pecking order still to this. Well, there's a pecking order and also the fact that he he, he gave us all for 65 minutes at the, at the weekend, isn't there? I think, you know, Naby for me, since restart, probably one of our most consistent performers. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe even our best. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. To be honest, I, I've really, really enjoyed seeing him. Certainly, the last two games, he was my sort of Liverpool player of the game, both games. Um, obviously, you know, the last one doesn't count because he came on as a sub. Um, so I think he goes straight back into the midfield. I think he, it's him, it's Wijnaldum, it's Fabinho, it's the back five, and it's the front three. Yeah. And we see where we go, and we go, come on, stick it to them, get as many goals as you possibly can. Um, now, I, I would like to see us play a bit more of a strategic game I think we've been quite open at times like going to try and kill teams off trying to get two and three goals I wouldn't mind Liverpool just sort of controlling the game a little bit more and maybe not going for the throw quite as much and leaving ourselves a bit open at the back because I think that's the one difference for us since we start because you know since we won the league sorry we've we've just been going hammer and tongs to try and blow teams away and it's not it's not what got us here and I don't think it's what we're best suited at either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an interesting one, isn't it, Jay? Is that I think there's there's a logic in, in, since restart happened that if you can get a good lead up, then it's very it's much harder for teams to turn that round now because you, when you haven't got a crowd gene you on, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, you know, this is right. It, maybe we've gone a little, we've got the balance a little wrong because some of the chances we've conceded since this since the restart have been. Very simple, you know, a lot, a lot of straight balls down the down the middle. We've been quite exposed to counter attacks, etc., etc. We've probably we've probably conceded more chances since lockdown than we probably have done the whole season before lockdown. <laughs> in my opinion, I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past if you looked at it and like the stats or whatever. You probably yeah. would have because, like you said, they've they've, they've gone this this way of just literally wanting to kill teams off and they're non-stop and they're going, they're going, they're going. And for for me, Burnley kind of summed it up that we were going and going and going, but we were leaving ourselves 
open and because we never scored that second, it automatically once we started missing chances, give Burnley that that confidence to then say, listen, hold on a minute, we we get half a chance here, we could be back in the game, and obviously it happens to get back into it. But I'd like to see a more solid professional, not professional, that's the wrong word, um, probably more like a solid together unit of like and, and you know what I mean, solid performance throughout everything uh, from the start to the finish and just yeah. kind of not see them chances be given away. No, I think you're right. I think you look at, but, but I think professional. I, I we get you meaning on that. Is that a, you get the ball, you knock it round, you just look to crush the life out of them yeah. over a longer period. You know, it sounds you know the archetypal score, dominate the ball, score just before half time, score a second goal on like. 75 minutes and then decide whether you want to push for three or whether you're just happy to sit to, to sit back and you're right I think that this is one of those games particularly because Arsenal are a big team and you know regardless of where they're at I think it would give us all a lot of encouragement to see Liverpool I don't I don't need to see Liverpool batter Arsenal everywhere no. it'd be nice just to see them get a, get a good command yeah. win yeah, I'm saying you want to see them from start to finish, just command the game, run the game, dominate, do what Liverpool do and have done for the for the last two or three years. No disrespect again to Burnley, but the difference between strikers and the attacking players from Arsenal and Burnley completely different. So we are going to be happy. We got at the back and be have to be a lot wiser and a lot like you know what I mean. So going forward as much and attacking as much as we have done against Burnley and Brighton, say for instance, we might not have the the opportunity to do that. So that may hinder the game as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, Sam, anything, would you be doing anything anything different in here? I mean, I think it is at this point. I don't think Ox has really taken the opportunities yet. And again, this is not, I mean, I'm sure people will see it as this, but it's not. Ox is fine. It's just, in terms of how he's performed, I just think I just think Naby's performed better than him in the, in the chances. So it probably just means that he will get the nod ahead of him. Yeah, Ox played really well in that game against Atletico Madrid. And at that period of time, you, you know, he was probably pushing a place in the starting eleven week after week, and we were obviously we're only playing one game a week then as well would have suited them. But just just the way that the cards have sort of been dealt, and you know, with with the with having that long period off and coming back, and the way things have fell, I just think it, it's not really suited them best. Um, I, I think he's like you said, I think he's fine. I, it's a simple case of Wijnaldum and Keita at the moment are more suited to. to to our to our team, they're just slightly more in form, and no one's going to replace Fabinho now. Henderson's um, obviously going to be out for the remaining games, so I, I don't see it to be honest. I think he comes on, I think he plays a part in the game, and God forbid we have an injury in training or anything. I, I see Ox as our twelfth or thirteenth man for this one. Yeah, I wouldn't be doing too much different. I agree with 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 all of you in terms of it would be good to see us be a bit more patient and control the game. Uh, maybe Fabinho just just sitting deep for the first you no know, half and not necessarily pushing too far forward. I'd like to see us be a bit more direct. I think against a city at work for us, um, you know, over the top against Brighton at times, it looked like we were in. Um, you know, Fabinho picking the ball up deep, or even Van Dijk or Gomez playing that ball straight over Arsenal's defence because they're not they're not going to naturally sit back, are they? David Luiz is David Luiz. They are what they are. They're going to push up, play the high line when they can. So yeah, I can see Chris smiling there. <laughs> so um, yeah, uh, I think for me that's all I would say is at times we need to be direct but but yeah just just control the game and, and, and use our assets on we'll win the game the big issue we're going to have in terms, it's all well and good Chris saying like, I think we should be quite a bit more reserved and not go full for the throws etc etc but Arsenal let's 
go back to what we were saying at the start. They're gonna be they're gonna be taking goal kicks short out from the back. They're gonna be playing it round. And for a side like Liverpool, that is like a red rag to a bull. When yeah. they see teams doing that, particularly with some of the players they got. Then look, David Luiz is a is a, is a I, look. We, we laugh about him. But he's a fantastic footballer, you know. But it's the other lads around him, and whether they whether they're set up for it. And I just think I, I always think back to when we were under Brendan Rodgers, uh, and we played Arsenal very early on, and tried to play the passing game, and we came up against the pass masters, and we just looked like kids trying to play like Arsenal and they just looked like the team that were built for it the, the roles are completely reversed now and I do just wonder whether we'll be able to contain ourselves because I think Arsenal will present us with opportunities to try and kill them and will we be will we have it in ourselves to like no that's fine that's absolutely fine. I've got no issue with a high press against Arsenal. I mean, Kalazinac, Luis, um, Mustafi is the other centre half, isn't it? You know, that th- it's it's the blood in the water and where the sharks circling at that point, and and rightly so. Um, what you don't want is Liverpool. Liverpool's fullback bombing on every single time. That's what I'm talking about, and leaving Fabinho, who's maybe a little bit high at times. And, and therefore just Gomez and, and Van Dijk. That's what I mean. I've got no issue with a high press against Arsenal. I think it's probably yeah, the right thing to do. Um, but then you've got like, you've got to respect actually, I think Martinez is maybe a better keeper than Leno as well. I think he's actually playing quite well the last couple of games. Um, I don't know what he, I don't, I don't, I've not really seen enough of him to say, you know, is he, is he good with the ball at his feet? He probably isn't if he's not starting because his shot stopping seems to be very good. But certainly you've got to get at Kalaz and at Luis and Mustafi. That, that's, that should be our playmaker in this game. I know Klopp said it in the past, hasn't he? It makes you wonder, Jay, whether how we... St- and, and again, we, we were a little open, but how we started against Brighton, particularly the role in Abby Cater, could be pivotal to this because, you know, if they're going to pass out from the back, more often than not, you know, goalkeepers like that fizz that direct ball into the into the anchor man or whatever, and that'll be Nabby, Nabby's job to try and disrupt that as much as possible. Yeah, no, listen, I, that's exactly, I agree with everything that Chris just said. That's For me, that's perfection. I think that let them think that they can play and just get on them and go and attack them. Obviously, I was just talking more like, so the wing-backs not leaving ourselves wide open with their attacking options, but if they want to play out, then listen, go and attack them and do what we've done against Brighton, do what we've done all year round, go and go and think they're good enough to do it, but then realise, hold on a minute, shit, these are un- un- incredible and winning it back. Give them that little t- slight confidence and make them believe that they can do it and just show, hold on a minute, you've got absolutely no chance of getting out and then go kill them off, you know what I mean? And let's hope David Luiz is still towing the caravan from yesterday, so... Have you ever played against him, Jay? Yeah, he's an absolute. I'm not going to say the word because it's quite aggressive, but he's an absolute tit. But like, what does he do? Why is he winding you up so much? He's just, he's just annoying. Like all stuff, like in the box and attacking boxes, he just put push you and like pinch you and like punch you in the back, and you're thinking, what are you doing? Like, like on corners and stuff like that. Yeah, he'll do all sorts, mate. Startable. He seems a mad character, doesn't he? Like, he's definitely. just strange. You know what I mean? But like, even right, right at the start, I, was, I turned the game on yesterday in the first thirty seconds. As a derby, it's frantic in it, and. Within 30 seconds, he tried to bring one down, down to be cocky, and Kane tackled him. And I think was it? Uh, was it? Some, I think he had a shot, didn't he? And nearly scored. And I just think like it, it is arrogance sometimes. It just annoys me. Like I know he's a great player. He's done. You know what I mean? But he's just try. He's too cocky sometimes. And listen, let him think he's cocky and let him have the ball because we'll just nick it off him. So. 
I just realized you'll play it against Arteta as well. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just, yeah, I, 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 I think, I think, is he a Tetchang? Is he a Did you manage to knock any of his hairs out of place because it doesn't look possible? <laughs> he makes like a solid Lego head. <laughs> he he definitely uses Pritt stick on his hair, him, doesn't he? <laughs> Glued down that. <laughs> Ah, fantastic come for the analysis stay for the banter welcome to Redmen TV everyone <laughs> um, yeah yeah great I, I, I'd look at, it's, a, it's a game to look forward to um, Sam you know regardless of all this is that we talked on the, on the final word about the anti-climax a little bit of having won the title we've not seen us lift it yet so it's still not a properly real thing and then you're playing Villa and you're playing Burnley in this time and the teams that you sh- you feel like you should be battering, so when you don't batter them, you you it's always going to be a little sense of disappointment. Regardless of where Arsenal are, it's just a game to look forward to because it it means there's more on the line, there's more pride on the line. They've got some really good players who, who are going to keep us on our toes. Just nice to see good football players playing. It's going to be a good game of football to watch. Regard, you know, and to get excited for because of the, the the stature of it, regardless of how Arsenal have fallen, maybe from the top the top of the yeah, league. Because when we were when we were struggling at times, Liverpool versus Arsenal or Arsenal versus Liverpool was still a big game. We still had loads of friends and people that we knew supported Arsenal. Obviously, Arsenal fan TV. You know, there was always that banter there. It was always built up well on Sky, and it's it's the same, isn't it? You know, Arsenal are capable of. I think they've beaten a few big teams this season already, haven't they? They're capable of putting on some form of performance. There's a reason why Ambamiang's like joint top, joint second top scorer or something like that. They've got quality in their team, and I am, I you know, expect us to beat Arsenal, but I am, I am cautious and concerned about you know the Reds. If we have an off day, we can lose this game, and 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 um, I'm excited for it. I think you know it's a late kickoff as well, which is great. You know, people obviously it's, it's dark under the lights. Um, I'm really intrigued to see how Arteta approaches well, the game. Are they not, not going to turn them on? <laughs> well, that's probably going to be the only way they're going to beat us, isn't it? On form, <laughs> form. But, like, I'm intrigued to see what Arteta does because you've just been talking about it then with Jay about, about and with Chris actually as well, about, about the press thing at the Brighton game. He would be a bit stupid to go into that game, ask his sub-goalkeeper and his lunatic defenders to try and play <laughs> five-a-side football against the best three pressers in world football. Let, let, let's, have, let's not have a break. We are the best pressing team in world football. We have been for three years. But will he do it? Will he say, no, we're training for next season. This game doesn't matter. There's nothing to win and lose here. We're not going to be in Europe. Or does he go, actually, sod that, push up to the halfway line and we're going to play direct football. I think I think the way they set up is going to be really telling to see how the game goes. Hopefully, they just do what Potter does and we stick to our guns and we beat them four five nil or five one. But um, I, I think that's a big a big uh, going to be a big tell. First first ten minutes of the game will tell us how it's going to sort of pan out in terms of style of play. Absolutely. Um, let's get some score predictions then from you guys, Chris. What do you think it's going to be? I think it's going to be four nil Liverpool. Oh, go ahead, Jay. I don't think he's changed his style of play, by the way. <laughs> I, I go 3-0. Three, okay, Sam? I'm going 3-1. We keep conceding worldies, don't we? So 3-1, they get a worldie goal somewhere. I, I've gone big on every prediction, I think, since we start. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm gonna, I may as well stick with it. But I'll go, because why not? Like, I've 
mad 4-3 to Liverpool. Oh, Just a bananas game of footy. Why not? And then you know what? I, I, I didn't like that at first and I'm like, maybe it'll just make me feel alive. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'd like that now. I think I might prefer that to just a 4-0. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to feel something, Paul. Yeah. Yeah. But how, how, what's the best way for it? Is it, is it like a, a Newcastle style goal, 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 back and forth or... I mean, I don't want. I don't want us just to go four nil up and then concede three oh. goals because everyone will just have a face to the floor at the end of it. I want. I want. I want them to be three nil up. <laughs> right? And then, and then, what we'll do is we'll stop our our live stream. We'll throw the throw the dummies out the pram. We'll stop it, and then we'll jump on AFTVs when it gets to three two, and we'll sit there as fans watching it, hoping and waiting for the inevitable meltdown. For the next, for, yeah, for the to see if DT does any more Michael Jackson kicks. Um, right, um, yeah. Uh, thanks, guys. Uh, le- uh, let us know in the comments if you're watching on YouTube uh, what you would like to see the start eleven to be. Is it just as simple as bringing Caton into the midfield, or would you do something different? even in terms of any any other positions on the pitch score predictions in there as well um yeah we will be back uh, live 45 minutes before kickoff so 7:30 on Wednesday evening with our commentary me and Chris uh, live in the studio once again for that I'm hoping to have a preview with Robbie from Arsenal Fan TV as well going out before then so fingers crossed his busy schedule of presumably travelling from his small white room in Milton Keynes to uh, outside the Emirates to do his shows uh, doesn't fill up too much of his time between now and then um and uh, yeah uh, we will be back post match with another final word show which of course is available to Members on YouTube and subscribers to the redmentv.com. Uh, gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, yeah, and I can't wait to get this game underway. I'll see you all on Wednesday. <laughs>